The date is March 1st, 2019. The number one song on the Billboard charts is Seven Rings by Ariana Grande. You ever heard that one? No. Yeah. I've, I've probably heard it. I don't think I know it. It was probably playing like at a mall or something. Number one mainstream rock song, Dance Macabre by Ghost. You know oh. Ghost? Yeah. I oh, I, oh, I, I didn't mean to. That, that's not supposed to be playing. Is that the one that's on the radio all the time? I don't know. Yeah. It was number one, mainstream rock. I'd never heard it before. Number one album. Guess who's got the number one album on that day? What's the trend usually? Oh, Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Next. Oh, that's, that's off that. Pretty good album title, I got to say. <laughs> I like it. You, obviously, uh. just the letter. It's, you know. Um, so, not spelled out Y-O-U. Like, thank you. That's good. We, of course, are talking about Weezer's Black Album. You knew from the date. You knew from the date we mentioned and the other things that were happening at that time. Of course, it's Weezer's Black Album. Plus, if you've been listening through this entire discography, you've reached this point. You've figured out what, what's going on. This is the Wet Bandits Podcast. We cover 90s... Well, Sam, Slam A B right here. Yo, what up, Weezy? I'm Weezy. We are two-fifths, 40% of the greatest 90s cover band in the world. But on this podcast, we cover discographies from 90s bands. And we look at how the bands evolve or get worse, plummet into despair. And sometimes we like to, well, hopefully, we like to find some things that maybe we didn't give a chance the first time around and breathe a little new life into uh, some of the thought stuff maybe we thought sucked. <laughs> and, maybe, and then we realize it didn't suck that bad. <laughs> How far can a band plummet? Like, um, into the core of the earth? Yeah. <laughs> into the, yeah, hot, <laughs> molten, hot yeah. magma. Um who, what band has plummeted more than, I don't know, what band has plummeted the most? Silverchair. Oh. No. Yeah. I don't, that's. Oh, no, you said they evolved into Beautiful Butterfly. That, I don't know if it's a Beautiful Butterfly, but they did evolve. My early vote goes for Creed. Oh. Um. Like, remember when they tried to do... We pro- I might have even mentioned this before. They tried to put on a reunion tour, and they couldn't sell enough tickets. Yeah. And like, so they canceled it. And they were the biggest band in the world. Uh-huh. Like, no question. Just for a couple of years. But they, they really... They are boiling in the magma, as they say. Well, no one says. Until just now. We just yeah. did it. Um, we have a guest on this episode... This is Seth. Say hello, Seth. Hello. You feel free to like almost put your lips on the mic. Uh, <laughs> um, Seth, we were just talking about how we've known each other now for like ten years. We're not dating or anything, but we, but it's been a like a long time just from running circles. That's how that's how we know each other. So so when Beer Mile Part Two comes, actually. Seth put on the first beer mile that I was ever a part of. Yeah. I embarrassed myself just as badly. Dude, I beat him. He smashed me. (laughs) 
I did. Yeah, I mean, we had the we pull were, out and everything. Like the whole group was, because we knew you guys did it, and then at, we, I think we kept hounding Mike, like, when are you going to post the video? We want to see it. Who won? And he wouldn't tell us anything. Yeah, <laughs> I did not want to post it. <laughs> it was not good. Dude, did you think you were going to beat me? Yeah, yeah, I did. I really did. I could think see I was it in your eyes. I was I'm like, I was. <laughs> it was a certainty. Like, oh, I'm gonna beat Sam. Well, what it? I mean, that proved, and we're gonna do it again. Uh huh. But what you're it? You're gonna train? Yeah, I'm gonna train. That means you gotta like drink. I know. <laughs> well, that that's what I was gonna say. Is the first beer mile I did with Seth, I did horribly. It was basically the same uh-huh. result. But the second time I trained, and I had this perfect. You, you watch The Office at all, either of you? Yes. Have you seen the one? Have you seen the one where Andy's going to be the manager again, and he's making a? What, what does he keep calling it? He calls it a. Um, what is that sound? I don't know. Car. It was That's a, a loud. It was, it was truck. a truck. Yeah. Oh, we're recording at Nostalgia Brewery, Brewing again. Yeah. Which we did for a couple episodes of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and we had some loud <laughs> stuff happen then too. That like a uh, elephant. Yeah. <laughs> it's a. This is their anniversary. This oh, really? Their anniversary day today. Yeah, we've got a lot of people here for noon. Dude, yeah, <laughs> I was like parking in the parking garage. Yeah. And we're in downtown Gahanna. Yeah. And it's packed, man. Man. I was like, dang. What is going on? So, um, what well, that's podcast. Yeah, that's we, what's going on. <laughs> we, I've lost track of where we were going, though. What were we talking about? Beer, Beer. mile. Beer mile. Okay. I had a delicious delicious plan for what to do for the second beer mile. I trained by the drinking, a little bit of running, but the drinking mostly, and I was filming like little documentary bits with, uh. with my wife was helping. So the plan was to talk about how crappy I did the first time, and it was going to be like <laughs> a triumphant return, um, and it was going to be like documentary style. And the run came... And apparently, I didn't train her enough. Karen, I love you. I didn't. She. I didn't train her enough on how to know if it's recording or not. And she was recording when she thought it was stopped. And she stopped it when she was supposed to be recording. So there's a whole lot of like us just standing around. And then it's like ready, set, go, and it turns off. <laughs> so that idea, that delicious yeah. surprise, was ruined. Um, yeah. This could be like episodes. Yeah. Leading up to the beer mile. Yeah. Well, I have a second opportunity. Yeah. yeah. She might have seen Oh, yeah, you, you do. Because you didn't do that well in the second <laughs> one. I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't win. But I, <laughs> you I did ran, better. Yes. I ran like under nine minutes, probably. Considering it was like 25 yeah. the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and the third time. Well, not to drag this out. No, I liked it. Okay. Can everyone hear like, themselves enough? Yeah, like your beer mile, was that dragged out? Oh, yeah. I'm just talking. <laughs> so to dragged out. But do you think it was the beer that you chose? Uh, uh, 100, not 100. Should we do an experiment? I'll drink the daybreak? No, no. The experiment should be we should just do the same one. Okay. That should be the experiment. Because, uh, again, I've probably said this on the podcast before, but what happened the second time, I drank a stout. I don't know. And that's why I didn't do as well, because I threw up. Yeah. But anyway, my goal was to get a less foamy beer. And I thought that a nitro would would fit the bill there Uh it's it's a solid theory yeah and then what happened this time around was i got beer this time around being the time sam and i did it we went i I waited till the last minute and got i went to the kroger to get beer or whatever and they didn't have 
a nitro that was 5% or whatever. Like, I couldn't... You can't drink Guinness because it's 4.8 oh. or whatever. So I went with Daybreak because I was like, well, it's really smooth, which it is. But that, like, coffee, vanilla, mm. it was not appetizing at all. Yeah. I drank, like, half of that, and I was like, oh, gross. If, I like the beer, but not to chug. If you look at the, like, the world records for the beer mile, mm-hmm. they're all doing, like, Bud Light Platinum. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think that's probably the maybe not platinum, but Budweiser or whatever. Dude, I went with straight America. Yeah, you did, and that's why you won. <laughs> like you had the the bald eagle on your side. Yeah. <laughs> it was just soaring over top, yeah. guiding me to the finish line. Yep, you did. You sm- smoked me, and the gods also did not want that. The camera kept blowing. It was a windy day, and the camera kept blowing over. So we we didn't really. That was part of why I didn't show the videos because we didn't really have a decent video. You really only had the one camera angle, which uh-huh. thankfully caught me like dry heaving. Yeah, that was worth it. <laughs> but maybe next time we'll uh, either get a stronger stand or n- not have not choose or have as windy a, a like day. a recorder, like a commentator. Yeah. Oh yeah, Josh was kind of mad at us for not, our yeah. singer Josh was kind of mad at us for not inviting him out but it was hard enough to get a day where we were comfortable doing it mm-hmm. like without you know kids around or whatever yeah. and all that so it was hard getting three people <laughs> to coordinate on the same day and him being as far away as he is there, there was like a family like trying to like oh yeah they were like tr- you know like training their five year old for the Olympics yeah and like you got these two hooligans out here running a beer mile <laughs> Like said, like this is what you have to see, see, kid. If you don't push yourself in school, <laughs> you'll be. This is idiots. what you do for fun. You'll be these idiots. Okay. I like being. Oh yeah, Americans. a degenerate. It was fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, so a little bit. Well, actually, here, let's get behind the cocoon here, a little bit. This is only the second Weezer episode we're recording and it's like the 12th album or whatever. Yeah. So, but because it comes last, everything we do here, I'm going to have to do. Is this the latest album? Yes. This, okay. at the time of recording, the Black Album is their most recent album and uh, we're going to have to, any bit we do, we're going to have to do for all these other episodes, even if it doesn't work. We started some deep dives at the end of the Foo Fighters. Thing. Deep Deep dive. dive. So here comes the deep. I got to do the deep dive first because my deep dive this week was on Ghost. I num- mentioned that the number one mainstream rock song yeah. was by Ghost, and I had never heard of them before. Does that make me lame? You guys knew who they I were. Mean, I don't really listen to them. Dude, the song is pretty funny. The song's pretty cool. Yeah. The video's pretty funny. Uh-huh. Um, so I was into it. You might want to check that out. Do you know anything about the band? Uh, not really. So they're kind of like Slipknot-ish, like they wear masks yeah, in there. Yeah. But like people know who the Slipknot guys are. Uh-huh. Like you know Corey Taylor. Is right. Like, but these guys, you're, you were supposed to not know who they were at all. Like they were really, uh, really intent on keeping their identities anonymous. But now th- they switched singers at one point. And so they got this, his real name is Tobias Forge. They're... Swedish and I don't know it was kind of interesting because apparently because of the anonymity like they've turned over band members and like nobody like knows it or something 
But it, it got to the point where former band members sued him because they were saying he was trying to make uh, Ghost into a solo project and just r- rotating out like musicians to play on the road with them mm-hmm. and musicians in the studio and such. And he had to reveal his he had to reveal his identity just only because they took him to court. Oh. So he had to say like I'm you know uh, Papa Emeritus two three. The Papa Emeritus also is the singer and. Apparently has different iterations. Like there's Papa Emeritus one, two, three, and zero was after three. Huh. It's kind of an interesting yeah. take, I guess. Anywho, I guess it, maybe his name's Cardinal Copia now. Also, this is all like part of the dot the Wikipedia deep dive. So anyway, oh, that's deep. yeah. So he got sued and he had to reveal who he was because the band was like, "You're trying to turn this into a solo project," and he kind of didn't deny it. Uh-huh. He he was what he said was Ghost has always been this sort of like revolving door situation. So it sounds like it's probably kind of true. Yeah. But he was also like, well, what are you gonna do about? It? I do everything. Uh-huh. He he's the singer. He's the manager. At least that's the impression I got. So anyway, that's this week's deep dive is I into li- Ghost. I like it. You, you you should listen to if you don't if you're like me and you're ignorant to dance macabre. You should listen to it. It was kind of cool. Kind of like the darkness, but not as outwardly goofy, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, like, they played a lot. On, they used to play it a lot on the Blitz, and uh, my wife didn't really like didn't really like the song because she thought he was saying "be with you" like in a weird way. Yeah. And then we figured out that he was saying "bewitch you," uh-huh. like to mesmerize you. And then after that, I think she liked the song better. Yeah. There were t- I I only listened to it a couple times. But I was kind of like, I could tell that I wasn't understanding what he was saying correctly. Yeah. So it, that that might fall in there for me too. I don't know, but it was good. The music was good. It's kind of like industrial, like synthy. I guess I don't know. It was cool. That was the only song I listened to though. So who knows? The rest of their stuff could be total garbage. I don't do know. Think? I don't know. I don't know. So we're talking about the Black Album today. How many Black Albums are there? Many. Like Jay Z has one. We all know Metallica has we, one. Right. <laughs> uh, Spinal Tap. <coughs> oh, really? And the answer is none more black. How much? <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, the joke with that one is there's like literally nothing on the cover, right? Isn't that right? Because uh, at least the Metallica, you can see like the snake. Yeah. A little and Metallica bit. is on it. Yeah. Wait, what? It, oh, the word. Yeah. I was thinking of the band. So. On this cover, you do have Weezer in like weird S and M leather outfits <laughs> that also seem to be like spray painted black, maybe or something. But it's uh, this is apparently supposed to be w- in the production, like leading up to this album. This was supposed to be like a dark album. Uh, Rivers was writing it during during the tour for Pacific. I'm sorry for. Uh, Oh no! I'm gonna get Pacific my Pacific Dream. No, no, Pacific Day- Daydream actually came oh. out earlier than expected. So, um, damn it! What was the album before Pacific Daydream? Um, anyway, I'll come back to it. I don't have internet here, so I can't. Sur- I guess I could look at my phone. But they're on that tour, whichever album it was. And then he's like, "I've got this, you know, album ready to go. It's a little darker." He said, "I think I'm gonna swear in it." And I don't really swear in songs. And he does drop an, an F-bomb yeah. and a, a couple B-words. 
but then Pacific apparently Pacific Daydream like kind of formed before that like it was they clearly had this other album ready to go before they were finished with the black album so and then the teal the covers album happens and that ends up I think technically releasing first they were supposed to kind of come out at the same time I'm probably saying a bunch of things that are wrong that we're going to have to time travel yeah we're, we're big time travelers now as you guys know from previous episodes but we'll maybe we'll have to time travel into this whatever the case is I don't know. The album doesn't seem that dark to me. You know, it's not like there are heavier Weezer songs on several albums. Are the albums. lyrics heavy? Or yeah, I think that's kind of the idea. Okay. I think that's kind of the idea. Um, do you want to just get into it? Let's do it. Okay, so the first song on the album is uh, is the first single. And because we're recording this early, I'm going to mention this also. I had a little note from a listener who was like, he wasn't complaining. He was very nice about it. But he said, I feel like the music clips are shorter than usual. And to be honest, that's partly because someday, someday, it would be nice to make a dollar on this. <laughs> and uh, I don't know about the copyright laws. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, you know what, but we got to give people what they ask for. Longer give musical clips. Give people what they want. So dude. the first song is Can't Knock the Hustle. It sounds like this. You hear that F word right in the beginning, just getting right into it. You can write a blog about it. Can't knock the hustle. Can't knock the hustle. Leave a five star review and I'll leave you one to can't knock the hustle. You hear that? That's the official theme song of the Wet Bandits <laughs> podcast now. Leave a five star only review. That's the first thing I thought when that's, I heard That's that. my note for this song, is five stars only. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to steal your thunder. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Yeah, five stars only. So this song, obviously, is about becoming an Uber driver. Just kidding. I don't know what it's about. It is, And dude. I did I say Uber. I meant to say Uber. You looked it up? Yeah. You did not. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but you know, the kidding, co- I, I know, the commercials are always <laughs> like, lied. oh, you got your side hustle. You can't knock the hustle. Leave a five stars. Maybe it, I'm sure that's what it's referencing. But anyway, what do you think about Knock the Hustle? I like it. I like the beat. Me too. Yeah. And I like how mm-hmm. Pat mm-hmm. Wilson throws mm-hmm. in the like bop, bop, like yeah. the offbeat stuff. Um, like that hi-hat feel. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the kind of song that I would hate. You know, it's kind of cheesy with the Spanish. Like, like why th- is that in what there? Because this is the first song, dude. And we all know we'd love that first song over that record. Oh, yeah. So when you put this on, what do you think? Weezer fans, because mm. I'm not a like a Weezer fan. Weezer, and I fan. am. Yeah. Weezer, my fifth favorite band currently. Um, when I heard that song, I was like, okay, I like what they're doing. You know, I I am not, um, and we're actually we'll get into this with the next song, but I don't hate that Weezer tries to do different, different things. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, and it's catchy enough. It actually, even though I was pretty sure I'd never heard it before, it sounded like something I had heard before. 
Like, maybe it's just like a familiar sound, but I, mm-hmm. I'm okay with I don't love it, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. Er, you Seth, are you a Weezer fan? Uh, Seth, why not, are you here? Really. Why are you here today? There is a reason <laughs> that we talk, need to get to. Yeah. Talk in that microphone and tell us why you're here. Oh. Um, do you know what I'm referring to? I, I do. Well, I have a question I, for uh, you. I was, just, I was just saying. Seth, do you lie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, or does someone you know lie? <laughs> so... I had texted Mike and said that I had a I had a good lie for the uh, the podcast, but that I didn't really listen to Weezer that much, so I'd probably have to wait. But he's like, it does it doesn't matter. I it mean, could be months before <laughs> we get a chance to use this lie. We got to do it. Yeah. Um, so the story of my lie is uh, I was listening to the In Your Honor, In Your Honor uh, po- disc disc one In Your Honor. Wet, Bondit, Wet Bandits yes, podcast, yes. and uh, I had a meeting at my, my daughter's school, and uh, on the way there, so I'm listening to the podcast, and then I get to the school, and I, and I pause the podcast, unhook my phone, and put it in my pocket, and go inside, and then we sit down, and, I, and I'm in there with her teacher and the, the admin, and uh, like her speech and language pathologist, and just some of, their, some of her aides and stuff like that. And uh, we're going over her IPA, which is like they have like goals for for the for the year, and and we're going through this long document sheet, and then people are like, "Do you hear something?" And I like looking around, and everybody's like, "There's like a something, something's there's some noise coming from somewhere," and then I was like thinking like, "Oh crap, it might be my phone in my pocket," and I said, "Let me check my phone." And I take my phone out, and I see that I had accidentally hit play. And so during the whole first half of this meeting, the Wet Wet Bandits podcast is playing (laughs) in my phone. And people can faintly hear it. And I quickly pause it and then swipe right so that it closes the music, uh, the (laughs) podcast app. And uh, the woman asked, "Was it your phone?" And I said, "No," because <laughs> I didn't want to be. Nope, not I me. did not want to be the one in the meeting. And then I think she knew because she said, "What?" Well, it sounded like a podcast, and and, yeah. and I just I maintained the lie. I just said, "No," I said, "It was not me." <laughs> so it That's might be so like great. like she knows I was lying, and I know that she knows that I was lying, but <laughs> she's not going to call me out on it, and I'm no. never going to admit it except right. for here on the. On, yes. on this uh, episode of the podcast. But I thought it was funny that I lied about the sound that was yeah. the Wet yes. That's podcast. like something in a movie. <laughs> That's perfect. It's like a fart. <laughs> it's like, you that know it was you, the person knows it was you, but no one's opening up to it. The only thing that would have made that story better if, is if she had said, it sounded like a podcast. The Wet, the wet Bandits yeah. podcast. <laughs> you both look at each other and say... Okay. <laughs> but you either say it's fine, yeah. or you say eat shit, or five stars only, or what? Any number of taglines. That was a good do you lie. Do we want to tell some do you lies? Oh. I mean, we haven't really. We have a bunch now. Yeah. Yeah. So all lined up. We we've been stockpiling do you lies. Yeah. So do we want to use one now? Yeah. Which okay. one do you think we should? I have one. You want to use the? I think we should use the one from last night that was. Bizarre. Oh, yeah. You go ahead and tell okay, that one. So we were at a gig last night. You saw it on our Instagram story. By the way, we have an Instagram. We've mentioned this several times now because this is like the 10th of Weezer episode. But we have Wet Bandits Pod now on Instagram and Facebook. But anyway, uh, we were gigging last night, and we like to go around and ask people, do you lie? 
And this one girl was like, we were we said, do you lie? And she goes, yes, I'm a teacher. <laughs> and I was like, I was confused. I thought it was going to be like, I'm a teacher. Here's a story about a lie. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, blankly staring. And then I think you said, is that your lie? And she's like, yes, it is. Guess what I actually am. She's like, it's more exciting than a teacher. Yeah, she said, it's more exciting than a teacher. I already hate this person. I was like... <laughs> she was like... And you were like, are you a surgeon? And I was like, yes! Oh, my God! She's a surgeon! And I'm already thinking, oh, we got to call Danny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These two need to meet. And so... <laughs> that was her lie. And then... That's a crappy lie, but then... But she's like, I have an actual lie. I today I told a patient she was doing great, but actually she's gonna have to cut both. We're gonna have to cut both her legs off. <laughs> I should not be laughing, but it was just the strangest thing to tell us. Uh huh. That they're gonna have to amputate. She's like, oh, she has a million things wrong, but and really the least of her worries is the fact that she's gonna have to amputate both her legs. But I, I told her she was doing great, but she's not doing great. What that, a strange What a hard lie. thing to do. Oh, yeah. You know? Like. Yeah. Well, I, I think what was interesting, and maybe this is the kind of thing we need to talk about on Do You Lie, because the Do You Lie segment is really about why we lie yeah. and where lies cross over from appropriate now we're getting to into, like, inappropriate. philosophy. Right, the philosophy <laughs> yeah. of lying. The thing with that lie is I got the sense that it wasn't that hard for her because, you know, she said... The legs are the least of her problems. Mm. You know, I kind of feel like she was saying, I mean, obviously it sucks to tell. Well, also, she said the woman, it was a lie. The woman doesn't realize yet. She had to tell this person's husband she's going to lose her legs. But she didn't know yet. But when that time comes, I kind of got the feeling that it's like, you know, whatever back. Whatever other problem, I think she mentioned a back problem or whatever. Whatever other things she has, those things are worse, and she needs to worry about those more than mm. the legs. I don't know. This is a depressing. Yeah, kind of, let's yeah. talk about this one. Yeah. So we were out that one night, and uh, we were just talking to people, man. And this was uh, the one two weeks ago. Yeah. Right. So we talked to these people, and this girl, we're like, do you lie? She's like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, she says that her lie is she has spent $5,000 on her ex-boyfriend's credit card and Uber rides. Because his, his card's saved in her phone. Yeah. So she takes Uber rides <laughs> on his credit card. She's like, I don't know, probably going to jail. And then her <laughs> friend's like, that's seriously how we got here. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's seriously. That was a good lie. That was, those are the kind of lies we like to hear. Let's save. We have another one from that night that's uh-huh. good. We'll save it for the next yeah, episode. Okay. Um, okay. Moving on. Do you have any lies this week? This week? Yeah, but I'm going to tell it when we record okay. the next episode. So it's a, it's a juicy one. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to think. I it's tough to co- we've found that it's tough to come up with a lie off the top of your head. It is. Anyway, song two. I, I got to... Br- I gotta bring this one up. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes it, it's not a great song, but it is like the second single. This is Zombie Bastards. I like the title. You know they're out there, don't you? Welcome to the jungle, to the jungle, 
at first I hated this song because the title is like funny, but I don't like it. I don't like that it's. It seems like it's telling you like this song is a joke, right? Mm-hmm. And the, it is kind of like a weird. Um, I don't know. I don't need my music to be intense, but sometimes I like it to have purpose unless it's hilarious. And this song is not hilarious. But then you do a little reading and you find out that Zombie Bastards is referring to Weezer fans who wish who keep saying, just make another Blue Album or Pinkerton. Oh. So the Zombie Bastards are those people who won't let Weezer do uh. new stuff, right? So now I have like a new respect for it a little bit. What about you, man? Dude, like, do you think when the album... <laughs> Don't know more Tenacious D. <laughs> uh, it's all right. Yeah, there's uh, there's this, like, um, musician who does, like, comedy songs and uh, named Jonathan Colton, and he does a song where it's, like, it's, like, responding to an email, so it's re-your-brains, and it's from the zombie's perspective... And, 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 and so when I'm listening to this song, I was thinking, like, this is, like, the opposite of that song. And I like the zombies song perspective better, where the zombies are killing the people. And this one is, I guess... The opposite. Yeah, the opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, so that's just what I was thinking about when I was listening to this song. And that's a much funnier title. Uh-huh. Like, re... Yeah. <laughs> What's it titled again? It's like reply, you know, like yeah, 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 and then your brains, yeah, and, your brain. and it's like it doesn't matter what you do, we're gonna get you, and we're gonna eat your brains, right? And and there's some funny stuff in there. <laughs> okay, third single, high as a kite. Is this like the third track? Yeah. Hmm. Me too. Um, I'll lock it, up. Yeah. I saw Weezer when they came to Columbus most recently. And I I, I still don't love this album. Mm. It's fine. But when we saw them live, the only song they played from this album was this one. And it was the best song they did. Really? Like, it was, it was so good. Now, I understand, too. The band is probably most excited about playing this song because it's fresher to them. And they put a lot of production into it. Like, Mm. they had this disco ball, like, coming down from in the arena. And it was, like, going... And I'm not 
big on the theatrics. I'd rather like listen to the band, but it was pretty like and sweet. Um, and it was just, and it was well done. It was just, it was, it really reminds you sometimes that even though it's hard to keep this perspective because you can't see all these bands live, mm-hmm. sometimes you got to think about what how it would represent live and give that a little credit. Like, this song yeah. is way better live than it is on the it's album. It's kind of like a more mellow song, too. Yeah, right. The, I, I've said the same about, like, Silver Sun pickups. And a lot of these bands that do a lot of samples in their drums, yeah. specifically, like, when they go live, they do it more... I hate to use the word authentic, but uh-huh. like it's more authentic when they do it live, and it rocks like hard. Yeah, and so this song like rocks when they do it live. It's it's a little bit, again, it's not like dark at all, but yeah. it's it's sweet. It's so, really good. So I I was like thinking about this, you know, just with Weezer. How many albums do they have now? Dude, I'm gonna have to count. Um, I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah. So like. It's just weird, like, because some bands do that. They have, like, a lot of albums. And, like, what you said when you went and saw them most recently, they only played one song off their new album. Right. But, like, and some albums they didn't do any. Yes. So, uh, like, you know, I'll always use Metallica as an example. But when they come out with an album, they go on tour. Half the set is from the new album. And they have fewer albums, you know what I'm saying? Or they're just more spread out, I guess. Yeah. Which is uh, just kind of interesting. Yes. I think I counted, thir- while you were talking, I think I counted 13 yeah. up before Van Weezer. That's if you count Death to False Metal, which, we're cover- which we've already covered. And there was another, oh, and while I was in the, it goes the White Album. Then the idea, going back to what we were talking about earlier, it was supposed to be the Black Album me- immediately followed the White Album. What could be more opposite, right, yes. than Black? But Pacific Daydream went in the middle. Uh, as we were talking the fourth song started playing. So Living in L.A. is the fourth single off of this. It's crazy how many singles are off of this. There's just more singles now in the day of digital mm. music. But here's the chorus. I like the chorus. But, I do. But not the rest of the song? <laughs> <laughs> it's just okay, you know. But it's, it's really singable. Like, I, I'll get in the uh, car and be like, ah, ah, I'm living in LA. <laughs> you know, like, uh, it's lame, but I do, it's singable. I do like yeah. it. Dude, when I was, when I've had this album in my car, um, it's just good cruising music, too. Yeah, you know, right. It's, it's like you don't, like, sing along to every lyric or like you're not into every song super deep but like it's just like good like it's good for your mind yeah you know like mm-hmm. your mind to process things yeah I think so it is good cruising music you know what Ma- I mean and maybe that's what I mean too by like singable like that especially the chorus and then it has I don't usually say this about rock music but it's like got a cool beat you know <laughs> and it's not it's not complicated it's yeah. just like it's kind of um 
yeah. I guess is the word I'd use Poppy. for it. Like a boom, pop, boom, pop, yeah. boom, do, uh, Which you don't usually get that now. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I like it. It's cool. I like that when Weezer uses samples, they don't totally take Patrick Wilson out of it. Yeah. He's such an important part of their sound. Uh-huh. But, but they do do some sampling, but he's still playing along, mm-hmm. um, which I like. Yeah. So. Were you going to say something, Seth? Um, are, are Weezer from California? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Rivers they, is not. They make so many references to things in California and California in this right. album that um, right. it almost sounds like a like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, was like yeah, I can't remember where <laughs> so they're all state from. References. It, it's unfortunate that we're recording out of order, and <laughs> so we'll have to time travel, do some tri- time traveling, and and because I'm gonna have to look this up, and we'll talk about it like during the Green Album episode or whatever. But yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Maybe Rivers is from California and the rest of the guys aren't. That might be right. Rivers is from... Ca- I'm going to say it right now. Rivers is from California. He went to college in Harvard, but mm. is from California. I don't know about the other guys. Figuring it out will be a piece of cake. Wah, 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 wah. Oh, I see what you did there. It's a good one, right? <laughs> Rivers was born in Manhattan, <laughs> not from California. So as, as far away from California as you literally can as far. It, he's like the Black Album, and California is the White Album. Dude, you're wrong. I was so wrong, but I don't lie about it. I own up to it. Uh, Brian Bell, the other guitar player, is from Iowa originally. The Patrick Wilson is from Buffalo. Heyo. Hey. And. I looked up also their original bass player because the new bass player he came in on like the fourth album. So oh. I mean he's not new anymore. He's oh. been in the band longer than any other bass player. But I feel like that doesn't really count. There, he wasn't in for the formation of the band. Matt Sharp, the original bass player, was born in Thailand. Hmm. I don't know where he lived after that. I didn't get the impression that he lived there for long. But anyway, you like piece of cake. Yeah, I do too. It's a little ballady, kind of like a dance song. But yeah, anytime you can mention hard drugs at the beginning, yeah, it's so it's so upbeat for a depressing song. Yes, it, that's that's one beef that I think people have with with Weezer and Rivers more specifically is that he he sings about subjects that like you know maybe he's a little too old to be singing about. Like this sounds like a song that would be written for like a mid-twenties person. He's like 50 or whatever. You know, I, I don't know that I agree with that, but I know that's a lot of the the beef I've read people that people say about Weezer is that they have this, like, feeling of arrested development. Where, like, guys, grow up already. Like, sing about something else other than, like, seeing girls 
and you know making trouble. You know? Making trouble. Making trouble. So th- I don't know that there's a whole lot of you know the rest of the songs on here is kind of like, like the same. Feel. It's a lot of the same thing. Um, the the sixth song is "I'm Just Being Honest," which which I think is okay. I don't really have anything to say about it. Do either of you guys have any points you want to make on that one? Play uh, it real quick. Oh, sorry. Seth might. I'll play it real quick for you. thought we were going to wait until this one to do Do You Lie because it just kind of fits in so <laughs> ah, perfectly. With ah, I didn't even <laughs> think about it. It would have been so delicious. It is cruising music, and it, this song's okay. Yeah. It's fine. It's it's very relatable. Like you know, I, I'm sure you've said honest things to Corinne before and uh, got in trouble for it. Because I mean, I know so, I have with Angie. You are so right. It was. It is perfect. That would have been the perfect song to line up with. Do you lie? It's about him saying, <laughs> "I should have just told you the truth." <laughs> Lying was worse. Or no, actually, it's about it's him saying, "Yeah, it's the yeah. opposite." I, I should have lied. lied. <laughs> He says literally, "I should have lied," but I also think it's funny how the first the first example he's giving is some guy telling him to listen to this CD, and he's like, "Your band sounds like shit." <laughs> Eat shit. <laughs> Eat shit. The next one is "Too Many Thoughts in My Head," which I think is a pretty strong chorus. I'm actually gonna s- kind of skip right to it. Another B word. Do you know what he said there? I'm sorry for the hard pause. No. He said, I'm so high on cookies, it's insane. I think it might be. During the song. No, I like it when you do, but when the song's full volume, nobody will hear you. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to say? Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. It's another driving song. Yeah. Good driving song. This one I don't think is a driving song, but I do think there's value in some of this. I take that back. This is a driving song. Oh. This is like. You're on like a highway and all you see is like cornfields. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm out here. <laughs> I'm out here. There, there's a part in Too Many Thoughts in My Head, the one before this. Oh, that, yeah. That was my favorite uh, drum line of the Oh, do you know album. where it was, I by don't chance? I remember where it was. you play any instruments? No. <laughs> I've tried, but not I was just trying to guess where it might be, and I don't know where it is. Yeah. I, I think it's in the second half somewhere, but yeah. I, I'm not sure. Let's, let's guess here. Listen with us, listener. I probably missed it. Dang it. Probably. Dang it. Well, I got a timestamp for this next one. So we already listened to part of this. We talk a lot about playing stuff swing versus straight. Uh-huh. This is like as intentionally swingy as you could get. Like they are really like laying into the You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what's going on here. And then what they do a lot in this song is mix in straight signature parts with the swing guitar part uh the very first example i can find is about at 45 seconds so check this out so you hear those horns there the dun 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 like those are straight as could be and it sounds kind of weird Sorry about that. I screwed that up here. Let's do it one more time. Oh, yeah. like, that's pretty weird. They're like I kind of like in it. between the swing. Like. Yeah, right. And they do that several times bop, in the song. Bop, bop. Not yeah. just with the horns, but like there's lead guitar parts that do the same thing. It is, it's interesting to listen to. If it's not obvious to hear on the podcast, uh, we're on YouTube's. In, Dude, yeah. By the way, being in here is is great for our lighting. Yeah. Like this is going to be the best looking video we've done, for sure. Anyway. Dude, what what do you have against my my home? Dude? It, nothing <laughs> other than there's not. We, we're always early in the morning or late at night, so there's no uh, natural light. It's all lamps. It's all the moon's <laughs> light <laughs> and the light of the moon. So not a lot is what I'm saying. So it's a little grainy sometimes. Plus, I'm not going to pony up money for like a good video uh-huh. editor program. So the one I use, you can only export at like 720p. You know, you can't do like the real deal. What's the real deal? 1080, brah. Oh. Come on, don't do you, you like know? 1080? Yeah, I guess. How much is that? 1080. I mean, no, like, how many dollars? <laughs> oh, I don't know. How many doll hairs? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I didn't even look because I was like, I'm doing it for free, obviously. Yeah. This is the song that I was saying. Byzantine is the song I was saying is not, uh, is not as much of a driving song. This is a driving song. If you got, like, a 57 Corvette, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, it's definitely a driving song. Listen to this. Seriously, you got a mustache. 
<laughs> I feel bad. All these zingers are happening while the song is turned up. <laughs> Sam said, well, you got a mustache. <laughs> That's perfect. This song reminds me of the Flight of the Concords. For some reason, I feel like it's like a Foo Fighters music video. Dave Grohl has uh-huh. like a mustache, a fake mustache. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. This song, what's interesting about this song, I don't know if you guys saw this, but apparently the way the lyrics were written from this was one day Rivers was like, somebody write lyrics for me on Twitter. And this, uh, her name is Laura Jane Grace. She's from this band called Against Me, exclamation point. I don't, I'm not familiar with them, I'm sorry. But she DM'd him and was like, I'll write lyrics. So they wrote lyrics through text message. Like, she texted him lyrics, and that's how they wrote the lyrics for the song. So she did most of the lyrics for this one. But, I don't know, that's, it says the F word in it. I wonder if Rivers put the F word in, or if that was her decision. I don't know, man. You it's a weird song, right? Maybe. This song remind me of like being young and, and listening to my dad's music and uh, like you're young and you just think like oh this is so wholesome and then you get a little older and you and you kind of listen to the lyrics and you're like this song is just absolute filth it's so dirty <laughs> that's true it's like watching some of those like cartoons as a kid oh and yeah <laughs> and then you yeah. go to watch and you're like oh oh now like, I get it those yeah. Beastie Boys are filthy <laughs> that's true that is both examples are true. Yeah, again, just another song that's like fine. When we do our final <laughs> rankings fine. after after next week, this is not pro- this album probably won't be top five yeah. for me. The last song apparently was released as a single. It was part of a movie soundtrack to I forget which movie it was, and it's not that important. Um, but this song's called California because Rivers is from Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> California snow. Oh, why did I think it was angels? I don't know. Cause you silly. <laughs> I am very silly. Walk soft with a big stick. Woo! Woo! When I play guitar is sick. Woo! <laughs> I love it. Woo! 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 This is the definition of flow. The definition of flow. Nobody code is this. California snow, never let me go. California snow, never let me go. Cause I'm down. Yes, I'm down if you're down. California snow, never let me go. Remember earlier when I was talking about how people complain about. Weezer being in a state of arrested development. This was one of the songs that people were saying, like, what are you guys doing? Uh-huh. You know, there's, there's this bit halfway through where there's, it, it's less of the synth and more just like piano chords. It sounds even more like kind of a modern rap song. And he yeah. does more of that, like, bad rapping. And this, this reviewer was, like, really laying into rivers about how lame it was. He, you know, he says this is the definition of flow, like he's a good rapper or something. Uh-huh. The thing is, I don't know why people are surprised that he does that. He, when he did 
and we've said this before on talking about Weezer, like Rivers is kind of this like nerd who likes what he likes and is willing to try whatever to, and he clearly likes hip hop. Like he, when he did the, when he released his solo like demo tapes, there were several songs, uh, maybe not several, but at least a few songs that are like very hip hop influenced. Hmm. And there have been other songs throughout their catalog where he, you know, the Lil Wayne is on Ratitude. Like he, he is, and he's been on, um, uh, oh, the name escapes me. Uh, he was on some rapper. He, he was on uh, that Magic song. Remember that song? Oh, no. No. Magic, magic. Uh, whatever. It's not important. But uh, I forget who wrote that. But he he likes to be a part of that community, kind of. And I think he knows it's half lame. So... I, I think if there's a little irony in it, it's okay. It doesn't bother me that the no. rapping is bad. But I don't it know. It should That's be a genre, bad rapping. Bad rap. <laughs> <laughs> He's the number one bad <laughs> rapper. <laughs> I was wondering if he was like trying to make fun of that genre. Yeah, I don't think or so. If he was, yeah. It, it maybe, maybe, because he does do that sometimes. But the, the, the thing that I have taken away the most, and I mentioned this um, in... I forget which episode I got because we haven't recorded it yet, but I know when I'm going to bring it up. He, Make Believe. The Make Believe album is when I started to, um, you know, I was reading about sort of his influences and like how he writes what he writes. And it's just like totally literal. He, do, he Rivers doesn't do, he, he does a lot of similes and metaphors, but there's not a lot of like, symbolism like when he's talking about living in LA is the song he's talking about literally living in LA Mm -hmm. when he's talking about I'm just being honest like and I I bet you someone really did give him an album a a demo and was like listen to this and he probably was like sounds like shit and that that was the end of it and now they're pissed at him and he should have just lied like I bet those things actually happened or or it's just like Maybe it's just a story he's telling, but he chooses to tell it like very literally, like a children's book. Mm-hmm. Like anybody can figure out what the story is. So I think it's a similar thing here. Like this is how he would rap. It might not be very good, but I think he real. I think he's self-aware. I just think he doesn't care and wants to try it. Is is kind of what I. Th- I'm not even saying like this is his best effort. If you know free verse rapping or whatever <laughs> but but uh i i don't think he thinks he's snoop dog i think yeah. he knows he's like he knows his, like where he stands right in the community that's what i think of bad rapping yeah he i think he just was like i kind of like how it sounds in this song so yeah. what i'm just gonna do it that's my take it's not that hot but it's a take i like it good i like it okay what do you guys think of this album? I mean, like, now, like, we're going back to, like, when I said, like, you know, Weezer has, like, a lot of albums, and they don't necessarily play. Like, they only played one song off this new album when you saw Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, they just kind of, like, throw... St- I feel like they get in different moods, and they're like, well, let's write another album. Yeah. You know, it's not like an event like some other bands, you know what I mean? Yes. That, like, drop albums every... Five to ten years. Like Tool. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is an event, you yeah. know. Yeah, true. 
I'm, well, the, well the kind of like Iron Maiden. You know, they they kind of come out with albums. Seth is wearing yeah. an Iron Maiden yeah. shirt. Every uh, every three or four years, they come out with an album. Yeah. And so it's supposed to be a new one this year. So hopefully that happens. But um, I, the album was so all over the place, and like individually, most of the songs I liked. But then afterwards, I just I I I don't feel like um, that. It's something that I, I'll listen, I'll continue to listen to like six months from now. I think it's an right. album that I'll forget about quickly. That it's like, like you said, it's a bunch of good driving songs, but they're not going to be playing them on the on the radio or anything. I'm with you. So I'm with you. Like they're just going to fade into obsolescence. Yes, I I agree. You know, I, I'm not going to pull this one out a lot. It kind of reminds me in that way. It's different than Sonic Highways, and I love Sonic Highways from Foo Fighters. But at the time of this recording, that episode hasn't posted yet. But we've already talked about it. And what I said in that episode is that because of the different influences and like the different musicians and stuff, every song is good. But the album, it feels just a little gimmicky. Like you can tell it's like puzzle pieces that don't quite fit, even though they're all good. Mm-hmm. All the songs... And this one is kind of similar. I wouldn't say it's as good as Sonic Highways, but I kind of feel the same way. It's like, what I love about good albums is like getting through one song and be like, oh yeah, here comes the next one. Because it fits just yeah. right. And this album doesn't quite fit mm-hmm. just right. Like the payoff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what to say. I'm, I'm even trying to look through and it's make excuses music, for man. it. it that, is, that is kind of all of it. Is like good, which I. That's not a very good. I, I don't. I'm sounding like I hate it more than I do. I don't hate this album, but it is kind of just. You listen to it passively. You're not. There's not going to be. You know, the measuring stick we use a lot is how many times you have to rewind it and be like, listen to this, listen to oh. this. There's not a whole lot of that mm-hmm. on this album. But, nevertheless, we still have to do our cover, our cut and our hidden gem. So, for our cover, you can pick anything. You can pick any song. Mm-hmm. I think Seth should go first on the cover so we don't steal his thunder if we have the same one. <laughs> if you were the Wet Bandits and you had to cover one of these, which one would you do? Um, I, I, I wrote down uh, Can't Stop the Hustle for my cover. It's just the most Wet Bandits uh, sounding thing. It's got all your themes. Like, this is your side hustle, Mike. And Obviously, uh, we have to. Yeah. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Is that's that the first song? Yeah. 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 Can't Can't Knock the Hustle is the one I'd cover too, even though High as a Kite is, in my opinion, the better song. The Wet Bandits would have to cover Can't Knock the Hustle. Yeah. Uh, what would you cut? And you can't say a piece of cake just because it's a good joke. Oh, boy. <laughs> Man, I've had some rough ones today. Am I right? Dude, that was a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was the daddest of dad jokes. Okay, what would you cut? Do you want to give a cut, Seth? Uh, I cut uh, the the prince who wanted everything. Yeah, you know which Sam? Do you know which one that is? I r- it's the one that don't. It's the one that has the swing and the straight oh, stuff. Oh, got it. Yeah, it's hard when you're lear- when you're listening to albums you've never heard before, and it's you hard. only have a couple weeks to prepare. It's <laughs> hard to remember what the names of the songs are because some of my favorite albums I don't even know the names. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Like a lot of the Chili Peppers. Yeah. You know, like we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. I have a bad experience with Two Princes. 
that song. Yeah. And it just it just brought brought back bad memories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I think I would cut that one too. It's for me. It's between the Prince who wanted everything and Byzantine, but Byzantine is at least like different and weird. So I guess I'd keep that one and cut yeah. the Prince who wanted everything. The Prince who wanted everything is like elsewhere in the album too. I had to look up what Byzantine mean meant. And what does it mean? Uh, well, it kept referencing to like a subset of the Catholic Church that was Greek. Yeah. And in the song, he keeps talking about he wants his girl to do something that's different to him. So I think he's saying that he wants her to do something that's Greek to him, like oh, something gotcha. that has never happened. So, mm. so I yeah, think well, that might be the meaning of the title. I gotcha. Either he meant that or Laura Jane Grace meant that. One, one of the two. What are you cutting, Sam? Dude, the album. <laughs> the whole album. <laughs> No, I mean like it's it you don't know cuz yeah. it's all the same kind of kind of yeah. Okay. Well, don't cut it's high w- as a kite. It's one big cruise, man. Yeah. yeah. And if you take out the one of the songs in the middle of the cruise, man, that's you're just going to stop right there. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't you got to cut something. You, I mean, you could cut the first or the last, I guess. But you wouldn't do that cuz both those songs are pretty good. Um You don't know me. I don't know. I meant it, you in general. Like I'm going to cut a piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> I know you like that one, though. Okay. Hidden Gem. That's our, our song, the best song we think, that isn't a single. So I already said there are ten songs on here and five singles, question mark. It's really strange, but Can't Knock the Hustle, Zombie Bastards, High as a Kite, Living in L.A., and California Snow are all singles, Damn apparently. It, I, California Snow was going to be my hidden gem. Well, you blew it. You, now you can only choose between piece of cake, I'm just being honest, too many thoughts in my head, Prince Who Wanted Everything, and Byzantine. I don't know, dude. Seth? Um, my hidden gem is a, is a deep cut oh. because it's actually a reference in the song Piece of Cake because oh, nice. this, this girl like abandons him and she, she cuts him out like a piece of cake. And in the song... A, a kitty cat named Baldelier uh, comforts him by jumping on his lap and he gets to pet the cat and the cat is my hidden gem. <laughs> so I don't know if that's legal because that's, it's not a song. But you know, but you just a, made it legal. A, it's a cat. You brought yeah. out that bill so, so. and you signed it and ratified it. <laughs> yeah, it ba- is, Baudelaire is my hidden gem. That's the... Wow. That's pretty much the best move anyone's ever pulled in this and cover cut hidden gem. <laughs> I've never seen that before. What? Why are you looking at me like that? What's your hidden gem, Sam? <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Are you going to try to reference? Are you going to try to one up Seth cuz it can't be done? I brought the list. Oh, that's good. <laughs> well prepared. Piece of cake, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you just cut a piece of cake. It literally all, like, I, I don't want to sound like I'm not, pre- what? You, you have it as the cover, the cut, and the hidden gem. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't want to say seem like I'm not prepared because I really tried. Dude, it, it, it's it, hard. It all sounds the same. So it's like, <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. But no, like, but seriously, um, Can't Knock the Hustle, that's the by far the best song. By far? Better than so. High as a Kite? All right. That's, I mean, I can't disagree, I guess. But I'm, um, my hidden gem, mm, man, that's tough. 
I think for me it's too many thoughts in my head. I like piece of cake though too. I, but I'm not hedging. I'm saying too many thoughts in my head. I, I like the I like the chorus a little bit more, and it's a little more high energy. But I mean, we're talking one's a five and a half, and the other's a five. You know, five being an average Weezer song. Yeah. So that's that's it, dude. Okay. Bye. Wait, hold. You can't say bye yet. I'm not quite ready. But how excited are you? To be done with the Weezer <laughs> series after next week. Van Weezer's coming out next week. Dude. In a manner of speaking. What do you think it'll sound like after listening to all these Dude, albums? I'm so glad you said that because I wanted to ask you the same thing. What if it's like a parody to Van Halen? I actually think you're not too far off. It's not going to be a parody, but I think what they're implying is it's going to be like a rock record. Oh, yeah. But a Weezer rock record is still going back to the red album you know where they do the yeah the greatest man who ever lived and like they do sort of like their version of how uh, this band would do this song like none of it it all kind of sounds like weezer none of it's like an exact replica uh-huh. i kind of i think that it's going to be a lot like man what do i think it's going to be like i think it's going to be a lot like the Teal album, the Covers album, because the Covers album aired a little harder, mm-hmm. and but they did a lot of 80s songs too, so there's a lot of like synth and stuff, yeah. which is another Van Halen thing. I think it's going to be most like the Teal album, hmm. for better or worse. If you take out the Teal album because it's covers and they're you know doing other band's songs, I think it'll be most like everything will be all right in the end, which since Maladroit is probably like their hardest like rocker. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. We'll see. That's my take. I am, because I'll always be excited for Weezer, because they're my. You said fifth. Fifth favorite band. I'm excited for it. How Van excited? Halen's like your second, right? Hold on. Pause. Pause the theme song. It goes like this. Allison Chains. L- L- I'm gonna try to get okay. this. Allison Chains. Correct. Van Halen. Yep. Rage. Yep. Tool. Yep. Weezer. You did it. Good job. Those are my top five. So I am excited for Van Weezer to come out. I am cautiously optimistic that it'll be. I'm estimating. I'm estimating it'll be a top seven Weezer album for me. Stay tuned for next week. Bye. Bye. Get wet. Boys go
Hey, hey, hey. Check, check, check. Hey, hey, hey. My wife wanted to stop at this thrift store. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Hey, hey, hey. First release of Screen for Vengeance. And I got that. Oh, no, that's. <laughs> I was like, she's like, you're paying like $50 for an album? I'm like, yes. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. How embarrassing. Check, check. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. See if you can see me in it. Okay, that's cool. That's all. It doesn't need to be good. Yeah. Cool. Are these labeled left and right? I don't know. They're pieces of shit. Can you hear out of it? I can. Can you hear your voice? I don't know. Yes. Loud enough? I can hear out of the right side better than the left side. Hmm. I can't explain that. <laughs> Is that better? Oh. Is it? No. Now I can hear out of the right side. This side I can hear out of. This side I can't. That's bizarre. Let me make sure...
thought maybe the headphones were like they're the output was panned to one side, but I don't think it is. I think it'll be okay. Okay. Um, be don't close. be afraid. Like the closer you get to the mic, the better. Um, do you want to switch stands since you're taller? <laughs> This cocktail is something. Something. Something delicious. I was like, "What can you make me for five dollars?" <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I don't know. I was like, <laughs> "That's better, right?" It is better. It's up close to my mouth now. Yeah. Back in the day, we used to stack books under this baby yeah baby <laughs> so it would reach a little now we upgrade but this is fine um hey are you ready actually i i think i've figured out how to stop the delay thing hey oh i forgot to tell you i'm gonna start i'm gonna start i'm gonna start i'm just i'm before we say i'm not even gonna say welcome okay. i'm just as soon as the song's over i'm just gonna be like march 1st 2019 number one song is I this. like that yeah it, it's a nice little intro yeah I, well we'll see it could be terrible but we're committing to it now because this is like the second to last episode in the discography so we have to do it for all the other ones too <laughs> bye bye <laughs> um gotta make sure i got enough there was, a, there was an album out last week? there's gonna be it's it's gonna be due out like right on time. So it'll be out before. We, yeah, we planned this really well. One, two, three, 